Time to have our monthly check-in with Governor Ned Lamont, who joins us today. Governor, good morning. Thanks, as always, for checking in today. First off, I want to know if you caught any fish in the Farmington River on Sunday. Hey, good morning, Wayne. Um, yeah, Andy and I had a beautiful hike uh, along the river. Um, I saw an awful lot of fishermen out there, um, and they were catching some fish, catch and release. Did you drop a line in? I did not drop a line in, but I cheered from the sidelines. That was a good-looking shot that I saw on social media. And you also went to the Hartford Marathon on Saturday. Tell me how important that is to the state. And that's a big deal. Um, Eversource sponsors, that they've been doing it for 30 years. There were tens of thousands, maybe 50,000 people there. Downtown Hartford was booming. And um, it's just great spirit. It's great community, and they uh, represent millions of dollars of contributions to um, charities around the state. And I saw you in a brush with greatness on uh, the 2nd of October at the Sound on Sound Festival in Bridgeport. You got a picture with John Mayer, the Fairfield, Connecticut guy who's got some ties to Bridgeport. Did you guys talk about anything? We talked about Bridgeport. And uh, first of all, he's a big guy. That I didn't realize that. His dad was the principal at Central High School. His mom taught school at Bridgeport. And I just said, uh, talk about Bridgeport. And he did when he was up on stage. He's an amazing performer, and I love his Connecticut roots. I may have delivered mail to their place because in the summer of 67, I was a sub-mailman for the U.S. Postal Service. All right, let's get to some serious stuff now. And certainly the violent attacks on Israel are in the news these days. You've had some comments on it. My thought is that people in Connecticut are concerned about what's going on. What can we in Connecticut do? Is there anything to help the situation over there? Um, I'd say a couple of things. You know, what I'm doing is uh, making sure that our um, synagogues and mosques and others, um, places that might be at risk or not at risk, we're doing extra protection there. Uh, a few more cops in front of the schools that may be targeted. Uh, you know, I think at the individual level, you know, I went to one of the uh, Jewish day schools. It was remarkable to me, Wayne. Everybody had family members in Israel. And all these kids were sending notes to their aunt or uncle, whoever it might be. I'd say for individuals, um, find the charity of your choice and um, help uh, help support them, because that money's going to right the folks in need that were just uh, hit hit so hard by evil Hamas. In the news today is the information about Connecticut's annual crime statistics for 2022. And for the most part, crime is down. Things are good. What were your thoughts about that report when you saw it? That um, uh, crime is down, violent crime is down. We are one of the safest states in the country, and that's not good enough. If there's a crime in your neighborhood, if your neighbor has his car taken, um, uh, you feel unsafe. So I'm doing everything I can, thanks to our amazing police force, uh, adding on to our state police and other class coming online in a few months doing everything they can to keep people safe, make them feel safe. Along the same lines, the White House released the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. Your thoughts on that, and specifically, what does that mean, and how will it reduce gun violence? We have something similar in under our uh, Office of Public Health. Um, Look, there are more illegal ghost guns on the street today than ever before. They're being used in more and more crimes. 
and they're absolutely untraceable, and it's easy to take that uh, six-shooter and turn it into a, a small machine gun. So I think uh, gun crimes are uh, uh, something we're going to prosecute. If you've been uh, convicted of a, a gun crime or um, accused, and that happens two or three times, we're going to uh, make sure you're not able to do it again. Yet I read this morning the Supreme Court has allowed ghost guns to stay. What effect does that have on the state of Connecticut? Uh, makes our um, towns and cities more dangerous. These guns are not meant for recreation. These guns are meant, um, you know, to kill. And like I said, they're so easy to upgrade uh, to a semi-automatic weapon. Uh, it's dangerous. I think that's the wrong decision. A couple of weeks ago, the Bond Commission was set to approve $25 million for new voting machines. I got to think that's good news for the Connecticut elections to make sure the votes are more secure and more accurate. How will they do that? Uh, these updated um, uh, voting machines, uh, we're going to get them in place uh, in time for the uh, presidential election. Takes a lot of training with the registrars of voters as well. Uh, they're much more secure. They're easier to use and give you a little bit more flexibility. I think security is really important, and you got to make sure they're working on a bad day. So they're going to be working. These old ones were about 20 years old. Time for an upgrade. You announced $1.1 billion in state bond funding for improvements to Connecticut's transportation system. And I realize we don't have the kind of traffic and road issues here that they do in the bigger cities in Fairfield County and the like. But one thing on that project that got my attention was the wrong way driving changes, installation of advanced wrong way driving technology. Specifically, how will that change or improve the issue of wrong-way driving. We've had a couple of those cases again this week. I, I can't quite figure it out, Wayne, uh, but the number of um, traffic-related um, accidents is up. Uh, pedestrians getting hit is up. Construction guys working in a construction zone getting hit by a uh, driver is up. And wrong-way accidents are way up. Um, think about Q and the terrible fatality there, our state legislator. Uh, so, look, first of all, don't be stupid. Don't drink and drive. Stop using your social media, um, you know, when you're uh, at, behind the wheel. What I could do in a modest way to protect you from yourself is put up the flashing lights and uh, some other ways that we can alert you. You're going in the wrong direction, but uh, nothing can uh, supplant just good common sense. Yeah, state police will be notified in real time through special alerts. Uh, listener question for you today. The community college system has left funding for more local projects unsupported. For example, English is a second language here at Connecticut State Community College Quinnebog, which we used to call QVCC. Is there a way to address that issue regarding community college funding? If the funding is there, put it to work. Uh, we've had uh, the biggest increase in funding for our community colleges ever. I've got to rethink our community colleges, working closely with uh, Terrence Chang, uh, you know, because we have fewer people going to community college than ever before. So we're trying to think about what's the best way to um, make it relevant in today's economy. Maybe it's a 24-week certificate program. You start taking that job. Then in the evenings, you can continue your um, education. You tweeted out yesterday that the Department of Economic and Community Development has a big announcement today, making big news. Can you give us a little bit of a hint as to what's to come? 
Yeah, Anthony Anthony, who's um, you know leading our effort there at Department of Economic Community. Uh, we got Find Your Vibe. That was uh, tourism-related. We have more visitors to our state uh, than ever before. A lot of people rediscovering what they like. But we also did some surveys and found that people uh, love to um, play here. Uh, uh, but uh, sometimes work is, is a question. And they say, is this a place where I can start a great career? So one of the things we're trying to do with Make It Here, the project, is what an incredibly innovative economy uh, Connecticut is and all the jobs that are out there and uh, why this is a place you want to be to start a career, to start a business, uh, most innovative state in the country. We're getting our mojo back. That's the message. And isn't there something coming up also regarding a, a new logo, a new uh, catchphrase for Connecticut as opposed to the old revolution, revolutionary fa- uh, phrase? Well, for this project, it's called Make It Here. And, uh, you know, in the old days, you know, we developed Eli Whitney and the cotton gin and the Frisbee and the sewing machine. And uh, now we've got more new business startups than ever before uh, over the last uh, three, five years. And um, Make It Here is relevant all over again. You've also announced the launch of the state of Connecticut's new health and human services portal, health.ct.gov. Who is that addressed for? Who will be able to take advantage of that and get benefits out of it? Uh, health.ct.gov. Bon, I'm make it easier for you to uh, access the benefits to which you're deserving. Uh, you know, maybe that's uh, Medicaid, uh, perhaps um, even more broadly, workforce training, other skills you may need. So you don't have to wait in four different lines at one of our DSS service areas. You can go online and get all your questions answered, uh, you know, lickety-split. And you and the Comptroller, Sean Scanlon, announced the Connecticut residents can now sign up for a prescription drug discount card. How's that rollout going? I think it's going great. You know, Sean was really good at uh, making this happen. You get this card. You go into any pharmacy. They're going to provide you the lowest-cost way to uh, meet your um you know, pharmaceutical needs. I think it's a long overdue, saves you money, gets you the best support you can. You can get more information on that by going on to ArrayRx, A-R-R-A-Y-R-X, A-R-R-A-Y-R-X. The COVID numbers have been going up over the last couple of weeks. Stephen Colbert is now doing his show from home because he's tested positive on that as well. Where do you see things standing right now on COVID in Connecticut? And did you get your booster shot, Governor? I got my booster uh, and flu at the same time, Um, you know, painless and uh, economical. Look, um, this is the time of the year. We've been through this for three or four years now. We know that um, there was an uptick in uh, infections, flu-related, respiratory. That includes uh, covid uh, our numbers are up. They're up, uh, you know, a fair amount over the last month, but still uh, maybe 10, 15 percent of where they were in the bad days. So we have good capacity in the hospitals. Here's the message. Um, if you're feeling flu-like symptoms, you know, don't go to school. You know, stay back. Get yourself tested. You know, I think it's probably just going to be flu, but be careful. And inquiring minds want to know, when you got those two shots, did you have any reaction after the shots? No, I didn't. Um, I didn't. Um, some people have, I guess. I did it on my left arm so I could keep, uh, you know, signing bills with my right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got them both, too, and I had like zero reaction as well. But you're right. Some people do get a reaction. 
Uh, you released $25 million in state grants to 60 small towns for infrastructure improvements. And those towns include Andover, Coventry, and Hebron. What is the goal of these grants? Um, I, You know, a lot of the money seems to be for very big, noisy projects up in the cities. And um, you're absolutely right, Wayne. We wanted to make sure that we could, have, you know, work closely with our small towns, but the little money for a community center here or um, uh, sidewalks there makes a difference. It shows uh, that we're investing in your community. We believe in your community. I want you to have a real confidence your community is getting better every day. Andover got money for a recreation facility. Coventry got money to improve Patriots Park. And Hebron got funding to improve the Hebron Green Pedestrian Connection. Uh, Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island have signed a first-time agreement for a multi-state offshore wind procurement. Tell me more about that and what that energy generated by the offshore oil bank is going to do. So when you go out to bid, if you do it with other states, um, you get a little more volume and you probably get a better price. And, um, you know, the project we've got going right now at State Pier in New London you know, will represent, you know, probably 100,000 homes that we can, um, you know, power with a carbon-free, clean, uh, renewable wind power, which we control, not the Saudis. We control that. You know, that's a few years away. So we're trying to double down on that. But I'll be frank, Wayne, we're also going to look at price very carefully because uh, i got to make sure that um, the power, the electricity is on, it's reliable, and it's affordable as well as green. So we're going to watch that carefully. Did you ever get a good answer to your question on who makes the best apple cider donuts in Connecticut? No, tell me. Well, I don't know. I I went on it, and there's there's a thousand responses there, and everybody had their own local thing there. So I wondered if there was any kind of a summation of who was number one. I don't know if you got an answer for that. No, let me check on that and report back to you. Maybe I'll (laughs) sample in each of these uh, conversations so I can uh, talk with authorities. I'll do a little research myself for our chat next month. Governor, always a pleasure shooting the breeze with you. Thanks, Wayne. Talk to you soon. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.